Right, hi all. Um, just thinking about doing something a little bit different um, on the Man On channel. Um, anyone that listens fairly regularly will know that I'm quite into tactics and it's something I've been trying to develop this season. So I'm going to have a go at looking at a particular game week, uh, a particular fixture each game week and sort of a pre-event analysis of what I think might happen. Um, from a tactical perspective and what that might mean in terms of FPL. So I think the obvious team to focus on this week is Manchester United. I think they've um, got a couple of sought-after players this game week with transfers. I imagine a lot of people looking at Luke Shaw. I imagine a lot of people are looking at Bruno Fernandes. Um, and so Man United have got a double. So they've got Newcastle and then three days later they've got Brentford. So what am I expecting from, from Man United? I think I'm expecting two really, two really difficult games, and it's two games that I think will play out in a in a fairly similar fashion, because of the way Newcastle and Brentford set up. So they play the game in similar ways. They'll play four three three. I imagine both of the teams, and tactically they're very similar. They're not teams that like to distribute around the defence. They're not like an Arsenal or a Man City or a, a Brighton in that sense, where they look to build up from the back and progress the ball into midfield and into attack that way. Both teams are quite direct. If you look at Newcastle, Pope tends to play quite long. You don't see many passes from the likes of Cher or Botman. The, the aim for Newcastle is to quickly get the ball into the central area of the pitch, high up the pitch, and then look to compete um, from there. So they've got physical players in midfield, um, both of the teams, to be fair, Newcastle and, and Brentford, their, their game plan and their strategy is, is based around is based more around sort of physical domination. They want duels in midfield. They want to press um, and things like that. So, yeah, they'll both play long from the goalkeeper into midfield. They'll look to compete in, in that part of the pitch. They'll look to have aerial duels. They'll look to sort of gain a stranglehold of possession in that area and look to play from there. But you won't see much in terms of playing around at the back. So you won't get many opportunities for the likes of Rashford and Bruno, I don't think, to press high up the pitch, win the ball back high up the pitch and then take advantage of the opposition sort of being a bit sort of out of shape because they've lost the ball and the ball's been turned over in their defensive third. I don't think that will happen very much in either game because I think the, the teams will be looking to get into to midfield and build from there. If you look at um, Brentford in particular, they're, they're very good at this. They've drawn with Arsenal recently, obviously the game with the dubious penalty situation in it, but Arsenal at the peak of their powers then, and Brentford did a good job nullifying Arsenal around that time, and they've already beaten Man United earlier this season, 4-0 in a game, remember, for David De Gea not having his best game, shall we say um, and it's a general flaw of Man United that Eric Ten Hag does want to play out from the back, he does want to play more like Arsenal play but unfortunately, right now, in a couple of positions, he hasn't got the personnel to, to do that to a higher standard. I think having the goalkeeper that can play out from the back is quite important. We've seen from Arsenal with Ramsdale, they've prioritised him over Leno and over Emi Martinez, who are arguably both better shot stoppers than Ramsdale. But the added sort of advantage of Ramsdale is the distribution and how comfortable he is on the ball and how he enables Arsenal to gain more technical control of games. And that's been prioritised. Um, I think that's what Man United will need to do in the summer. So they've got the Gea in goal, who's a bit uncomfortable on the ball and maybe not so great with distribution. 
Tony also caused problems against Arsenal in the sense that he gave Saliba quite a hard time, who actually isn't the easiest defender to sort of boss around and dictate. But Tony did really well against Saliba. And not to fall into the trap of a Jamie Carragher in the sense that the Sandro Martinez is small and so therefore can be picked on and will struggle in physical games. But I do think if Tony repeats what he did against Saliba against the Sandro Martinez, I think there's only one winner of that situation. So Brentford will look to go long. They'll look to be physical in midfield with the likes of Norgard and people like that. And then again, they'll look to play up quite direct towards even Tony and, and see what happens in that game. So I think Man United will struggle to get a foothold in the game. I think central midfield is a big problem for them here because they've obviously got Casemiro banned for both of these games. McTominay's coming into the game on a high after obviously what he did for Scotland against um, against Spain. But the role he plays for Manchester United is very different to the role he plays um, for Manchester United. For Scotland, he plays slightly further forward. He's got a Frank Lampard-type licence to go and attack the box from deep. I think for Man United, he's often asked to play a bit deeper and doesn't maybe get quite the opportunities to attack the box from deep. And especially with no Casemiro um, in the team to allow him that extra freedom. Um, Sabitz has also possibly flagged for this. So if they play McTominay and Fred, I think someone will need to hold the space here and say it'll be a two, two against three battle potentially in there where Man United will be outnumbered. So I don't like the game from a Man United mid midfield perspective. Um, I say the defence, I think Man United are quite quick to drop deep and that won't be a good fit against either of these two teams who will look to, I say, press them high up the pitch, will look to be physical against them high up the pitch. And I don't think that suits what we've got currently from Man United. So I think clean sheets are going to be hard in both games because I feel like both the opposition, Newcastle and Brentford, will have chances to attack them, will have chances to gain, to win physical duels high up the pitch against them and will have chances to control possession because Man United aren't good enough technically yet to control games. I say even Arsenal are probably the best team at this right now. Um struggle to do this against Brentford. If you look, they drew with Newcastle and they've drawn with Brentford. So Man United trying to play the same way, but at the moment to an inferior standard, unfortunately, should struggle in both games as well. So they didn't score against Brentford the first time. They did score against, obviously, Newcastle in the cup final when they had Carrius in goal, but that was a set piece and that obviously changed the complex of the game. And then when Newcastle had to chase the game, then there was a bit more space for the likes of Rashford. The, the longer the game stays nil-nil, um, the harder it will be for Man United, I think, to break them down. So my overall assessment is I think Man United will struggle to score in both games because it won't suit Rashford, at least when the game's nil-nil. Um, and that's obviously Man United's big attacking threat right now to try and get the ball to Bruno high up the pitch who then in turn tries to release Rashford. At nil-nil, Newcastle and Brentford will keep enough players behind the ball. The three in midfield will stay compact, will stay solid. Um, I say will look to be physical. And I don't think they'll give Man United loads of space to attack them. But they will still press high up the pitch and try and force mistakes. Um, so, yeah, nil-nil, I think Man United will find it hard to break both teams down. If they can go 1-0 up in either game or both games, the game should open up a little bit as the opposition have to come onto them a little bit more, maybe commit a couple of extra players forward, things like that. And the more the game opens up, the more space there is. Obviously, the more that suits Rashford. So... But have Man United got it in them to score from a set piece or to have that one transitional moment in a game? Yeah, because Rashford's an elite attacking threat in those situations. But I think it'll be hard. So 
my gut feeling is they'll, they'll struggle to score. And my gut feeling is I also think they'll struggle to keep clean sheets because Tony, in particular for Brentford, and if an Isak or Watkins will cause them problems and backed up by the likes of Almiron, who's a great presser, and Brentford um, have got a midfield that like to press as well. So if I was to predict both games, I don't see an obvious clean sheet for Man United in both games. And I also think they'll struggle to score in both games. So at most, again, it's hinged on how early Man United could score in either game. I think it's going to be two close, low-scoring games. But I think they'll concede. Could I think they'll bring United are possibly in danger of losing one of these games 1-0. Both games could end up one all, Or they could actually snatch a 2-1 win in one game. I, I don't think Man United score more than three goals um, in this double. And so is that enough to warrant doubling up on attack? If I assume most of us have already got Rashford, is three goals enough to spend nine million on Bruno? And is it enough to do that at the expense of an Odegaard, for example? One, you're paying three million more. Um, and two, do we see Arsenal scoring three goals against Leeds? I think it's, it's possible Arsenal could score three goals against Leeds. And do we think Bruno is more likely to be involved than Odegaard? Maybe yes. But... Um, and obviously, Bruno does have better games moving forward. I think the Nottingham Forest game next week is a far, far better fit for this Man United team than this than either game of this double is. So I'd be much keener to have Bruno against Forest next week, who are a lot less likely to press them and a lot less like a lot more likely to just give up territory and allow Man United to dictate a game. I think Man United are okay at running a game through midfield. They've got enough technical quality in midfield and they can control a game from that part of the pitch. But I think it's far less likely to happen when they're pressed efficiently. And I think Newcastle and Brentford will do that where Forest maybe won't next week. So I think Man United will be able to control that game a lot more. So, yeah, I I, I think Arsenal and Man United could score the same number of goals across game week 29. Now, again, it comes down to who, you, who you're selling. I think Martinelli will play 90 minutes for us. So I wouldn't be especially keen to sell Martinelli for Bruno. I think Odegaard to Bruno is more viable but again what, what does it leave you in the future and what does that three million stop you from doing in other weeks if should you use the three million up to do that so I think that's to bear in mind um, same with Luke Shaw I think it's low scoring so attacking returns are going to be thin and so I don't I think the physical nature of these two games will make it Man United will make it hard for Man United to keep clean sheets in these games so could they keep one absolutely um, do I expect them to keep two? No, I, I certainly think they'll concede in at least one of the two games. And if he was asking me now to commit to something, I would say they'll concede in both. So you might only be appearance points only for Luke Shaw here. Um, so I would be semi reluctant to bring him in as well. Again, if you want him longer term, then it makes sense to do it now, especially if you're doing it for a Zinchenko or a Gabriel or something around the bench boost, because the upside probably is higher for Luke Shaw in this week than, than a Gabriel. So I don't know if you'll find this helpful, everyone, but that, that's my thoughts on how this double is going to go and how the fixtures in question suit Man United. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a bit of a catch-22 that this double isn't great for them, but there are fixtures on the horizon coming up, particularly Nottingham Forest, that, that do suit them. So do you get them now so you've got them in place for those upcoming fixtures or do you just wait another couple of weeks and then get them in when those fixtures are actually in front of us and not a couple of weeks away? Um, so if you're going to ask me that for predictions, I think they'll 
I think they'll draw with Newcastle 1 0. And I'll go for Brentford to beat them 1 0. That'll be my predictions for this. Um, let me know if you think this if you think this is useful. And I'll maybe do one of these each week now, looking ahead to whatever we deem to be the big fixture of each game week. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next time.